Hey, it's Jared. And we got mid-major basketball this week. As I promised, let's talk about Smack Talk with Mac here. Uh, let's start out with the Big South. You know, Gardner-Webb, first place tie going into last, last week. Well, Gardner-Webb slumping. Back-to-back losses. Uh, devastating home loss. It was close there at the end against UNC Asheville uh, last Monday. And then they go, at, that was at home. And that was, they were trying to avenge a 25-point loss from earlier in the season. Couldn't do it. Lost by three to Winthrop Saturday. Beat them earlier in the year at home. Another high-scoring affair. Trailed the whole game. Took the lead in the final minute. Couldn't hold on. Winthrop wins. Gardner-Webb's now in seventh place in the Big South. Two games out of first place. 16-11 and overall. 8-6 and in conference play. A lot of work still left to do for the Bulldogs. So they can improve their seed record going into the conference tournament. Still an outside chance. At a first-round bye. Remember, that's going to be a top three seed as there are 11 teams in the Big South. Must wins this week for Gardner-Webb at High Point. Uh, already lost them once, a blowout loss at home. That'll be Wednesday night up in High Point. And then last place team in the conference, Liberty, kind of the arch rival of Gardner-Webb. Comes to Boiling Springs Saturdays. That'll be a fun one, and you can watch that on the Big South Network. Uh, also, Big South Network will be airing High Point. And Gardner-Webb wins at 7, High Point, Radford, Charleston Southern, all first place in the Big South, 10-4, and four, top three teams. Gardner-Webb was the top team arguably last week, and they've fallen all the way to 7th place in the power rankings and in the standings. All right, let's talk about Missouri Valley basketball. going to be two at-large teams given out of this conference, Northern Iowa and Wichita State. You know, Wichita State last year undefeated going into the tournament, lost to Kentucky in the second round or the round of 32. Northern Iowa rolled Wichita State a couple weeks ago, ranked 13th last week, probably going to go up again this week, maybe crack the top 10, 13 wins in a row. They haven't lost since January 1st at a talented Evansville team. Only other loss in the season is at VCU, true road game in Richmond, double overtime. So Northern Iowa is really good. Remember a few years ago, they were a nine seed, knocked off Kansas as Kansas was a one seed. Talking about Wichita State, they're poised. Fred Van Fleet might be one of the best players in the country. Um, they will host UNI, Northern Iowa, the last day of the regular season in Missouri Valley, which will be February 28th, Saturday. Evansville also 18-8. and eight. Uh, So they're looking to make a move, probably not on a large team. But a team that's already beaten Northern Iowa, so they could win the conference tournament and get in. Uh, but only 8-6 and six in the conference, and that's too many conference losses in a conference like that to get in. Indiana State's 9-5 and five in the conference, but too many bad non-conference losses. Indiana State is the third-place team currently in the Missouri Valley. So, got to really like Northern Iowa and Wichita State going to the tournament. Two talented teams uh, with some talented players. Looking at the Mountain West, San Diego State playing a High level as always, you know, cracking the top 25 right around there every week. Wyoming, which is in the top 25 earlier in the year, they're 20 and 6, but they're going to need to win the conference starting to get in. They got five conference losses, which is too many. Had a great non conference run, but they've struggled here of late in conference play. Colorado State and Boise State, other teams looking for some magic with good seasons. Colorado State's probably outside looking in. Boise State might be currently, according to Joe Lenardi, on the inside, but with teams. Other teams surging, and they're kind of falling away. They need for some late-season magic. 
All right, let's talk Atlantic 10 basketball. It's a more little region here. Usually four or five teams. Remember St. Bonaventure a couple years ago? VCU is always good. Richmond, usually the Spiders have some good pro, have a good program. This year might only be a one-team conference. One-team bid, that might be the conference champion unless VCU doesn't win the championship. VCU is a must. They're a lock. They're in. Um, you know, they lost their, their um, best defensive player for the season. They won too many good games. Too many close games. Non-conference schedule was bolstered. They won the, their games. Rhode Island's unlikely. Uh, they're sitting there second in the conference standings, I do believe. They need to pick up their pace. Dayton is trying to play themselves in. They're currently leading the conference. Um, hoping to see VCU play. They're going to come to Davidson March 5th, I believe. Actually, March 4th. I think it's a Thursday. Hoping to see that game. So you got to love A-10 basketball. You know they're going to get at least one team in. Probably going to get a victory in the NCAA tournament. They do it every year. Uh, one team to note, St. Louis is very down this year. Uh, and they've been a high-powering team the past few years. So keep an eye on the A-10. It's going to be fun. It'll be a very fun conference tournament, very competitive, even though there's not you know two or three clear-cut teams uh, favoring that conference. Gonzaga, still only one loss. Still don't think they deserve the one seed. And here's why. Uh, schedule's just not that tough. Their conference is very weak this year. Their one loss is to Arizona. Arizona could be another team to get, get the one seed. I'd be okay with that out of the pack. 12, really like Kansas. If Kansas can keep winning, if they can win the Big 12 tournament, win the Big 12 regular season, or maybe share it, they're going to get that one seed. The Big 12 this year is like the SEC West in football. When you're playing top competition twice a week, you go practice, another tough game. Practice, another tough game. I mean, it's it's repetitive. I mean, there's only a couple teams at the bottom of that conference that are easy wins, and if you got to go to them, you got to go to Kansas State? I don't think so. It ain't no easy victory. I think if Kansas does the job they need to do, they deserve that one seed. I also don't like Duke and Virginia both getting one seeds. I'm a firm believer if you don't, if you're not standing alone at the end of your conference tournament as the champion, why should you be a one seed? The conference champion of the tournament really has proven to the committee that they've done what it's take. They've improved their resume at the end of the season, and they're on a roll. They're winning. If you look at the past few champions, a lot of them won their conference tournament. They get on a roll. Anybody knows that. Look at UConn. Kimball Walker, they were maybe a bubble team in 2011. Maybe a bubble team. Playing on Tuesday night in the Big East tournament. Tuesday night. The finals until Saturday. Five wins in a row. Big East tournament champions improved themselves all the way to five seed, rolled all the way in the dance to the Final Four, beat Kentucky in the semifinal, matched up with Butler in the championship, and they got a victory, national champions. Similar to last year, too, with UConn. They kind of got on a roll at the end of the season, same way with Kentucky. Um, So, yeah, you got to keep an eye on that. The one seeds are going to be interesting. They're going to be really interesting to see, and it's all really depends on how the SEC makes up, but I just don't think Gonzaga... Has what it takes to be a one seed. I think uh, losses like them previously as one seeds and the loss to which, like Wichita State as one seed last year. It's hard to give a mid-major a one seed. Didn't get to see it. And this is, you know, steering a little bit away from mid-major, but it's still Big East basketball, the new Big East. Villanova over Butler Saturday. Um, both teams poised for deep runs in the tournament. Butler let one get away at home. Let one get away. Villanova is very underrated, though. They're a top 10 team, probably going to be a two seed. They're another team, though, could jump up 
can get that one seed. You got the win over Butler on the road, and they beat him at home. Plus, if they win their conference tournament, look out for Villanova. Butler, their center, broke his hands. going to be out three to four weeks. They must play well. They must rely on other players. Their guards need to step up. Roosevelt Jones needs to keep playing to his potential. Cameron Woods needs to step up his game too. Inside presence, if Butler wants to remain in that five-seed line and give Villanova uh, a run for their money in the Big East tournament. That's going to be it for this week. Next week, we'll jump back into the ACC. A lot of rival games coming up. North Carolina, Duke, among other games. In the Big Ten, Purdue and IU play this week. And a very pivotal game is Purdue trying to play their way back into the tournament. IU hit 18 threes. School record yesterday to beat Minnesota. Purdue knocked off Nebraska at home. That's going to be a huge game. North Carolina coming off a terrible loss at Pittsburgh. 25-point loss. Their matches up with Duke are always fun to watch. That's coming up. We're going to talk about that. The great rival in the state of North Carolina between the Blue Devils and the Tar Heels. Also, as I promised, we're going to dissect the best conference in basketball, the Big 12. Also, we're going to talk about why you don't want to play teams like SMU and Wofford in the NCAA tournament come March. Until next time, I'm Jerry McMurray. Have a good one.